Now entering Nerdist.com. Well, thanks for coming in. I hope you're feeling better. Um, yeah, no, there's no drumsticks. Uh, you can you can have a you can have a popsicle or a lollipop on the way out, but there's no drumsticks. I don't know where you can. Oh, well, that was the Super Bowl. Look, I'm a doc. I'm an uncertified doctor. I'm not a. I'm not a, a cook. I, you, if you want to come in for drums, there's a there's a chicken wings place across the street. Okay, look, just oh, just get out. Thank you. Yeah, grab a popsicle. Tassels, tassels. Can you get the next patient ready? Tassels, put that drumstick down. Ah, the buttery sweet tunes from the cash uh, withdrawal sextet. And it just uh, it feels good to be back. Uh, been a little while. If you're having withdrawal symptoms, you've come to the right place. And, uh, you know, people come in here if they're feeling a little bit uh, down when we miss a week on cashing in with T.J. Miller. And I don't know who's out there in the lobby, but I'll tell you, uh, it's always exciting to meet new people that listen to the show. And Tassels, can you send in my next uh, patient? Tassels, can you? Okay. Yeah. Bring him in. Hey, Lawrence Thomas, how you doing, buddy? Hey, man, what are you? I this is great, Lawrence Thomas, one of my favorite comedians and friends. Good to see you, you man. What's say, up? Well, I can't believe you're here. What I didn't no idea you listened to Catching with T.J. Miller. Uh, I, what's what's that? You, yeah, no, that's that's the uh, the other podcast I have, Catching with T.J. Miller. I have a lot of problems getting guests on that show, but uh, but but you've never heard it? No, no, I was. Oh, what are you doing here? Well, tassels. I heard she's. Or she's single again, man. Oh, <laughs> you're here to... Yeah. Wow, I had no idea you, know, you had a thing had for a, tassels. Well, we kind of... I don't know if it was an interlude or a, <laughs> an interlude. a, a slight <laughs> groping. I mean, we were, we were I had both... No, I had no idea. It's been years, but it was it was before she hooked up with Crispin Glover. Well, wait a second. <laughs> I had no idea about any of this. Tassels oh, yeah. just came to me. Uh, I got her from a... Uh, a Craigslist, uh, you know, right. listing, yeah, and I, well. she, she said she loved the show and she wanted to help out. And uh, without her, I don't think I could run this well, operation. I, mean, I don't, I don't know that the world runs without her. I mean, well, you really when like I tassels. saw, you know, when I was in Liberia working with the, uh, <laughs> with you know, the relief organization, <laughs> I saw her coming across the camp, and she had made a halter top out of like bandanas, and I just, I mean, I, this is instantly. I mean, it was just it's, it's I, I, a soul. It's deep in my soul. It's not just lust. I mean, this is a connection. And, I, you know, then the whole Crispin Glover thing. And then, you yeah, know. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Take me back. I mean, were, were, you, were you feeling jealous? Did you feel like you had a, a chance with her? Yeah, after I mean, the it was, session? yeah. It was a gripping session in Nigeria? In Liberia. Well, Liberia. That, that, that's a place that turns a lot of people on. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, know, you're, everyone gets a little bit amped up in the middle of Liberia. You're there. Yeah. You know, you're. Kind of a freedom fighter, yeah, kind of yeah, a volunteer, kind of, kind of a sex sexual <laughs> so, fighter. Yeah, you know, fighting against exactly. the uh, it was hot. Uh, you know, there's the a lot inequalities of inequalities in sex, exactly. almost mosquito netting. Yeah, sexy. Now, now she actually uh, forged together a, a halter top out of bandanas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one was red and one was blue. Yeah, what and, was she wearing down below? Uh, it was like a makeshift. <laughs> I, it made you know. Remember those <laughs> bracelets that people used to wear, like braided rope on their hands? It looked like some kind of shorts made out of cotton rope. I mean, it really? was yeah, it was killing me. Wow, I had and no idea. I look back today, and it's still one of the great memories of my life is the, the first time I saw her. Yeah, and, and then the groping started. When did that start? We just there was a 
animal attraction we couldn't deny. Yeah. You know, we built a hut for a family that had been run out of their hut by the rebels, and uh, we were there, and the sun was setting. You could hear the uh, cockatoos, I think, in the trees. <laughs> And they I had were no idea there were cockatoos in Liberia. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. I think that's where they that's, come that's from. Where, yeah, that's well, I mean, it's I think it's on the flag. Or that's where they end up. One way or another. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but the Liberian flag has a giant yeah. cockatoo on it. Um, and uh, I think, as a matter I, of fact, I, I did not know that. <laughs> Ouch! I think Beretta actually imported the first cockatoo from Liberia. Really? Yeah, Beretta had that bird. Uh, okay. Yeah. This well, long. this is yeah. I mean, so now, how old do you think uh, uh, Tassels was at the time when you met her? Well, I feel like the attraction, she had to have been a little younger than me yeah. <laughs> for me to be that just, that visceral a reaction, yeah. I think. So, I mean, it sounds like she had a response. When she saw you here in the waiting room, what did she say after she, all these years? She looked at me, and it was almost like shock, like maybe she was aghast uh-huh. because she was remembering how she felt, uh-huh. and uh, and I felt the same way, and then, you know. Then you came out and kind of okay. ruined the moment. Kind of ruined the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? When I send you out, right? Uh, and if you want to come back for more sessions, feel free. Okay, definitely. I mean, uh, she will never know you have ulterior motives. There are a lot of regular. There's nothing to be ashamed of to, no. to miss the show catching with T.J. Miller. It's a, it, it's it's a wonderful podcast, and I know how hard it is for people. So if you want to come back, and I see you've got a, a ring on your finger. It's a. Uh, it's a skull and crossbones. Is that uh, well? That there's is? no crossbones, but it is a skull. So what? It's a uh, giant ring. It's a huge ring. And yeah. um, it's like I won the Super Bowl of death. I don't know. It's a giant <laughs> Where'd skull you get ring. That? Um, this is what happens when you're drunk and you get on Amazon at about 1 o'clock in the morning. Right, uh, but you're, you're wearing it now. Oh, so yeah. I've continue. <laughs> I've grown into it. I, I feel like I'm kind of like the Punisher or something. Yeah. I, it's, uh, it's a Mexican sugar skull. I always wanted one, but when you ordered it, I didn't know it was going to be that big. But it you just... really got drunk and did the the ordering thing. Oh yeah, a lot of people order cooking type stuff. No. You know, they order the this is my quick inter... heating uh, bake oven or whatever. <laughs> they they order something more practical. You're like, I want a giant uh, uh, ring for my finger. Exactly. Uh, Who's ordering practical stuff? You can go, you know, ashamed of. That's of how order. I feel. That's I how feel. I feel. Get the crazy. I've stuff. never got drunk and ordered things. No, that so that's it. Uh, I usually, I usually, you know. You know, some some guys call. Uh, you know, maybe maybe a girl or something. Yeah. You know, they but but I, but this is another. Angle I haven't had that. a woman since tassels in Liberia. Well, other maybe, than my wife, for a while. <laughs> you don't count her. I don't count her. You don't count her. That's yeah. that's over and yeah. done. I uh, well, it's good to see you, man. I, I uh, you know we we usually start off the show uh, with something we call the uh, Rorschach test. If you're willing to do it. All right. Yeah. That's the cash withdrawal sex tat. Uh, there's five of them now. Uh, I don't feed them very much. One of them ate the other. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, two were eaten, and then uh, they they procreated. They now have five. Uh, five. They're going to work their way back up to six. Working my way back to you, babe. Who was that? Who sang that? Uh, I, 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 I want to say the platters. No, am I wrong? Working, Working my way back to you, babe. Do, 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 do. Maybe it's Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. I uh, I don't think it's the platter. It might not be. I probably just want to do my platter story. I uh, <laughs> you know you segue into stuff oh, you yeah. want it to be. I uh, I opened for the uh, the platters. Uh, uh, well, there's really only one left. It was really more the platter. 
So, you know, sometimes a plural is more just one. It's more of a dish. Just it was a minor plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, a bunch of them. And then one of them, I guess the main platter was very drunk. And yeah, I think I've told that story before. But uh, it, let me, I should look at it. This, is, this would be a nice thing to have a producer. Yeah. Where they could look up this kind of stuff. Uh, but we don't have that kind of uh, uh, a budget here at, at the cash withdrawal, um, you know, therapy center. Maybe uh, like we might call. open up other wings right. in, the, in the area here in this little mall here. Probably open up other wings for things. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll tell a platter story later when I find out if it's uh, accurate at all. Because I might be confusing <laughs> it with my token story. Open for the tokens also. The tokens. Yeah, and it's not that I'm that old, by the way. It's that uh, you know you take what you can get when you're just right. starting comedy. You know, you've been doing stand up for quite a while. Yeah. And um, you know if. Someone at a state fair uh, hires you, you take oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know, I opened for Edgar Winter. Oh, that's, you know? I mean. I, I did a string of state fairs. How many times did he play Frankenstein? That's oh, well, <laughs> that was the funniest part. He played Frankenstein, and then he, uh, this is his closer, right? Right. And uh, he comes backstage and just relaxes and has a beer during the, the one of the solos. <laughs> Well, it's a long... I was like, you're taking a break during your solo? <laughs> taking a break during your uh, your encore? <laughs> Most people don't, you know, <laughs> take a break during the encore. We're understanding the state fair appearance yeah. now. <laughs> we got to talk about the Springsteen thing. We, uh, I had no idea you went to the Springsteen concert. Oh, yeah. Springsteen closed down the L.A. Sports Arena. It was right. the final performance in the history of that stadium. Right. And um, in Los Angeles here, I guess... Uh, it's what do they call it? The dump that the dump the jumps the dump the jumps. He's played there thirty four times. Did he coin that phrase? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. He loved it. He lives his favorite place. To he play. actually went over to Staples. Didn't like it because of the luxury box. He was the so, first. People, so forget that. I'm never going to do that. First again. band ever to open Staples. And he, he said, "I'm not going band. back." Yeah, hated it. Yeah, just Good. like I don't. I don't need the the luxury boxes. Yeah. I want people to be up and dancing. So he always would come back to the L.A. Sports Arena, which says a lot about him. By the way, he'd yeah. make a lot more money at the Staples. Oh yeah, a lot more money. How big is the? Um, you know, it's, it's a smallish arena. It's, it's a much smaller arena. I mean, it's still, you know, probably, I'm guessing, 10,000, something like that. Yeah, but like but it's, um, and then there's people that don't pay. You know, there's all kinds it's of so people that do that. I feel but, like they uh, sucked some of my enjoyment from the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, was ripped off just a little bit. So he, you know, he always gives 100% every time. He's, he's, he's. Anybody that doesn't like Bruce Springsteen hasn't, hasn't really seen right. him night live because it's just... The guy gives every ounce of his soul, uh, and every show is different. Uh, he'll play songs he hasn't played in 15 years. Right. He's such a large catalog. I've always said everybody who's going to do any kind of live performance should see Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Because it's that, he's the to me, the greatest live performer in the history of entertainment. A- entertainment, not just, right. not just rock and roll. I'm right. talking everything. I've never seen anybody do what he does. He's very communal, too. Yes. He has a lot of songs that, you know, have people almost cry. I mean, you're practically crying. Every time. After, yeah, I cry every show. Right. I know it's this is a, you know, but it, but it's, if you've been to his show, you'll understand. You have generations of people. You see a mother-daughter, you know, uh, dancing together, and they both know the lyrics to a song from 1976 or exactly. whatever. It is a really communal experience. It's it's a, it's a, it's a church of, of it's... We're all afraid of the same things, and he taps into those he, things. We all feel bad about uh, how our lives turned out. Yeah. 
Except for him. Except and, uh, for, but he can pretend well but enough he can pretend. to make us all feel bad about our lives. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, everyone really wishes they could get in a car and just leave town and, and um, you know, and, and get away from it all. Because all of us had aspirations that were right. realized, you exactly. know? Um, and not just in, in terms of your career, in terms of your love life, in terms of... He really taps into all the things you felt... Like, you could have done better. In any event, it's an amazing experience. And I'll tell you about my... I want to hear about your experience, too. But um, it was a pretty crazy show for me because we got a babysitter. And I just looked at tickets, and they were just off the hook. They were ridiculously expensive. And my wife was like, we're not... I'm not sneaking in. We're not going to sneak in. I want to have seats. We're going to... You know, we're not going to sneak in. So I'm like, we'll just get scalper seats when we get there, you know? (laughs) So we get there, and it was really cold outside, and it was like for for California, it was like right. fifty yeah, five degrees, and it was like as we were walking, out, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Like really quickly, right? like <laughs> just I looked around. And someone was like, "I got one ticket," and it was like four hundred dollars. I'm like, "Fuck this! We 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 have another way. We, we don't need to be dealing with this. We don't need to be standing outside in the cold." So we we got through. Did the she security. put up any kind of resistance she, whatsoever? No, she was like, "All right, well, we'll okay. just see." So we go into the uh, we get past the security area. Uh, the uh, you know the one where they check you, right. make sure you don't have any explosives, and uh, we I thought there was a guy that looked a little bit lackadaisical uh, in terms of his ticket uh, taking. Right. So I was going to kind of slide in behind him, and I was going to just follow my lead, stay right on my hip. And uh, you know, she knows the drill. We've done this a lot, and uh, over the years, <laughs> I mean, we've done my wife and I have done you know. Let's see, we've done, we did U2, we did The Stones, we've done Tom Petty. Now, has done, she ever made you done rolling, get done caught? The, huh? Has she ever been the reason, have you ever gotten caught because of her? Uh, well, the NBA Finals, she uh, she was caught, but I wasn't. <laughs> and they just threw her back out again. Yeah. And then she called me and was at like a bar or something and was like, you know, wh- what are we going to do? I'm like, I, I mean, I got in. I'm sorry. So she had to watch the NBA finals, like from outside Staples. Uh, you That's know, awesome. I, I didn't, yeah, because we took the train. So she didn't, yeah, well, she didn't have a, course. she didn't have any money either. I felt <laughs> terrible. And I was like, I'll go slip you some money, but I'm not, I'm not going to come back out, sneak you back right. in. Let's be on it. Um, so she was pretty upset about that. That's that's part of the relationship, you know. That's the power of love. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> did you ever sneak in and see Huey Lewis? I have, yeah, back in the Bay Area, you know. I love Huey Lewis. Um, I've told you, I once snuck into Barry Manilow right. twelve times uh, just to see how how many times I could do it before I got caught. Um, I mean, that's it's a joyous thing. So. We're we're in the so this guy looks very lackadaisical and right. it seems like every time he's taking people's tickets and this so we start to try to slide by him and this guy had eyes in the back of his head. <laughs> he, he was he was he was a he it was a what's the word when they he was he was uh, throwing us for a loop he was uh, what's the it, it was a scam it was sandbagging you he was sandbagging us oh man uh, he was like hey what are you doing back there and I was like oh shit. <laughs> And he's like, you got to wait in line like everyone else. And he just thought we were trying to get ahead in the line, and we had tickets. So right. we got lucky there. My wife's like, let's just go out and buy tickets. This is ridiculous. We had 400 bucks in our pockets. Let's go buy some tickets, right? And uh, I saw this area that was perfect. It was like it said uh, credit cards only on this booth. All we had to do was get over there to the booth, and we just had to get by one security guy to get there. And uh, we did. I just nodded at him, smiled, and uh, kind of reached in my pocket like I'm grabbing my card. And we snuck right in. And 
It was so crazy because you'd think that the last day in the history of a venue, right. they'd have ironed out the security situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this hole, this was a huge hole. This is this was a huge hole in the security. <laughs> Not like, since the '64 Republican yeah, convention. Yeah, like you'd think <laughs> you'd think they'd ironed out where we might be able to get them because this was a real soft spot. The fact that that was possible, and then we snuck. We and she was like. We don't have no place to sit. I'm like, we're going to get down on the floor. So we did a second sneak in. We snuck by the guys to get us down to the floor area. But we ended up, we're so small, we don't like being on the floor. We ended up in these risers, uh-huh. you know? And uh, I looked on Vivid or whatever, uh, StubHub, and, and found out that there were four seats that just hadn't been sold yet when the concert started. And I looked on my cell phone. So we found those seats, or at least that aisle, and uh, we stood there for a while. And we uh, we ended up, uh, getting booted by these three girls that were super beautiful, and they showed up late. And uh, so, we, you know, we, we get booted only... I You always have to know where you're going to go if you get booted. Right. You don't want to be like, oh, what do we do now? I had There's an aisle area that looked perfect for us to dance, and no one was going to do anything to us. So that's where we went, right into the aisle, one row away from those girls. It's an amazing concert, and we can talk about that. It was absolutely ridiculous. The guy, he played for four hours. Four hours. Um, and that sounds, to some people that, I mean, that don't love the music, they're like, well, that must, that must be hard. But it's, you're dancing the whole time. They're, it's just, the guy, people are losing their minds. Oh, yeah. With it's, this a, it's like a religious losing, experience. It is. And I, I was crying half the time. I was just so excited to see this guy. I, each time this guy... Each time I see him over the last 20 years, and I think, this is the one of the best nights of my life, he does it again. Yeah. Like five oh, years yeah. Later. This was my favorite show I've ever seen. Yeah, me this. too. Each I've... time I thought, I thought 10 years ago there was a bit of um, acting going on where he was sort of acting like a guy that's like, tired when he's not. There was, a <laughs> right. lip, there was a bit more theatrics involved, yeah. and I've never disliked a Springsteen show. But I feel like he toned some of that back a little bit, and this was real. It this was, was really... my 35th anniversary. My first really? tour ever was the River Tour. Are you serious? The original River Tour in Cincinnati. Wow. And uh, and then I started doing the math, and I've seen him. Just pre-tassels or post-tassels? It was like, it was right around tassel time. <laughs> I mean, that was, I mean, it may have been, you know, I came back from Liberia and yeah. went to the show and yeah. to try to shake the tassel right. experience. Right. You know, because that's, something burrows deep down in your soul. You need some soul shaking <laughs> to get it out. You know, Tassel's emotion runs deep. Yeah. Tassel's She's connected to every synapse and every emotional event, every intellectual event. She's yeah. the heart and the heart and soul. She's like. You know the Dancing in the Dark video? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think that was Courtney Cox. That was Tassel's. Tassel's. Yeah, yeah, that was Tassel's. Exactly. Uh, they just kind of superimposed. Once Courtney Cox got a little more famous, they tried to superimpose her face on the video. But really, that was Tassel's. Tassel's. That was Tassel's. I'm going uh, to do the uh, Rorschach test for you. Uh, real quick, okay. uh, hoverboards, uh, stupid, even without the gift of hindsight? Yes. <laughs> totally stupid. Like, sometimes I don't think we need to look back For, on things. Who named it a hoverboard? It's, it's a, an electric skateboard. Yeah, <laughs> it's got wheels on it. Yeah, this, you're not hovering. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you may think you are. <laughs> you know, you could put a little cloud, a, you know, wire up a, lo- a little cloud over it so it looks like you're floating, but you know you're not floating. That's... You know, it's not even a drone. It's you're on the ground. You are still yeah. connected. You're very so, much. Yeah. yeah, you got wheels. And there's something. It seems very dangerous. too. Have you it? ridden one? No, I did. I was actually kind of good at it. 
Really? But I mean, yeah, it's a ridiculous. But I mean, it's a stupid form. Of, I'm going to ride this to Culver City to get some bacon. You know, it's, it's useless. <laughs> what are you going to do with the damn thing? And you see these little fat kids coming down here to the to the beach with them where they run it on the strand, and they weigh like forty pounds, and they're trying to lug this thing back up the hill. You know, well, that's the parents. problem. It's you can't do it up hills, and so you carry. No. You got to carry it yeah. around. It's not convenient. You know, no. now they they allowed them in airports briefly, and I guess. But I was like, well, that that's still not. You're running the risk, people. You know, I don't know. Is it going to catch on? That's no, the question. No, it's dumb. Not at all. Well, the Segway didn't catch on. Why is it? The only people that use the Segway are the cops in the mall. It's just a Segway without a stick. Like the stick was really impeding your enjoyment. It's a of Segway that. without a pogo stick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, no, it's dumb. Stupid. Yeah. Okay, so that's not going to take off. Nothing. No. Okay. No chance. Okay. It's that's dumb. Good. Pet rock. Catch me what have you been up to since you've been gone? Since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. <laughs> I just love it when they hit this falsetto notes. Beautiful. Uh, where you is been? That Radiohead? Are they? Yeah, yeah. Somehow pretty, involved uh, with Radiohead. Yeah, well, that's, Radiohead. that's a cash cash withdrawal six step. They're heavily influenced by Radiohead. Yeah, I could tell. Tell me what you've been up to. Where where you been? Well, I mean, the Springsteen was the big show. You know, part of my life, man. I, this is my fourth. I realized that was my fourth episode. I'm on my fourth show at that arena. I've seen him more. Mm -hmm. I've seen him six times since I've been in L.A., and four of them were you were a fan. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, Lawrence lives like six blocks from me. I see him all the time, Uh, and uh, I had no idea. Yeah, I've seen him more than anybody. Like I say, I've seen probably 200 concerts in my life. My Mm -hmm. top ten are all Springsteen. I spread my brother's ashes the first time I saw him at the sports room. kinky? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're rolling around in it. No, yeah. During Born to Run on the really? uh, on the uh, was it working on a dream? Was it a tour I for, no the uh, yeah maybe it was working on a dream tour. Yeah, I spread my brother's ashes during Born to Run a little bit. Then I put the rest of them in the ocean. Oh, I still got a little yeah. bit in a Tylenol bottle in my, in my house. Yeah. So, but yeah, so, so I'm a need, huge Springsteen. Yeah. Fan. So if I need any, you know, aspirin, anything at your house, I'm going to be real careful. Shake but, it yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. If it goes. <laughs> Is that what he wanted? Did he request that? Or no, you, you, made you know that what call? he wanted a tour. He made that call. I made he 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 wrote the boss on everything when he was in high school. Yeah. He was the first person I knew that was really into Springsteen, and so, he wrote the boss on everything. So I thought, what the heck? I'll spend. Do you think if if there is a heaven, you think he'll get there and be like, you know, I I I really would have preferred Badlands. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. the Born to Run thing, uh, but I you know, you know, you had to pick one. Yeah, you yeah. know, I to me it would have been uh, probably Badlands. That's a my song. That or I think there's one part of Badlands. You know, I've, I've a, every song has one part that you're waiting for. Mm-hmm. That's you know, one part that you that you really get off on that you just go crazy. And I think Badlands is the same for most people. It's uh, uh, um, you know that that, uh, that I want to find one face that ain't looking through me. I want to find one and spit in the spit in the face of these, these Badlands. Bad uh, but it even goes before that. For the ones who have a notion, a notion deep, deep inside, inside, that it ain't no, no sin, sin to be glad you're alive. I want to find one face, face that ain't looking, looking through, through me. me. I want to find, find one. That's the question. Face. I want to spit in the face of these badlands. That's the that's the line. Everyone goes. Oh, nuts. that's the big. That's yeah. the that's the payoff. Yeah. That's you know. That's it. That's what you want. In any event, that that is one of my favorites. So, um, so you you're at the concert. What else have you been up to? You've been on the road. Uh, been on the road a little bit, um, not much. I'm doing a lot of. Uh, we're shooting a podcast. I mean, we're shooting a uh, 
a web series up at the bar. So we've been writing on that and working right. on that. I'm on you, the. You're uh, going to be. I in think it, I'm right? on the inaugural episode. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, I mean, that's we're, be sweet. we're working on it right now. That's Are what I was really? working on when my computer crashed. Okay, okay. So I'm. I'm technologically screwed. Yeah, just get the black screen and it says all these white words and it says we will report this to Apple and it's been reporting it and I never get any information. Yeah, yeah. So technology and me are not good. I I just I I know I keep harping on this, but I just think it's so weird how used to how how accustomed we've become to this technology. People trying to rip us off through the technology, like. Every day you're getting an email where someone's trying to extract yeah. your life savings from you, <laughs> and we're not distressed by it. Like, I would be distressed if every day someone was trying to rip my house off. Right. And yet it's happening every day, and they fool you. I mean, there was a good one the other day. I mean, they had me. It was my domain name for my website, and they're like, it's expired, and it was on the day that it did expire. It Somehow they found out and it expired with the real one, right. but they weren't the real one, but it looked like the real one. And the only reason why I didn't give all my info was there was no phone number. Because I was like, I wonder why there's no phone number. I barely caught it. I'm pretty good at catching it unless it's... But it's all it's going to take is one time. Right. Well, I mean, if it ever comes from Liberia, I think it's tassels. <laughs> you know, and I'm not, I'm not missing that chance, you know, that it could have been her. It could have been that call. Come back to me, Lawrence. <laughs> you should come out and see the... Uh, my boys play baseball. My my son's playing. He's on the Orioles. It's yeah. a five-year-old team. You know, kids are five years old. I'm the head coach, and uh, I think you need to come out and see some of the speeches I'm making. I'm, I'm getting real inspirational because here's the thing. Here's the key. I can – they've never seen any movies, so I can use the most oh, just yeah. hackneyed, hackneyed phrases from movies. You know, I'll be like, all right, guys, a lot of glory out on that field. <laughs> one team goes out – or two teams go out, one comes back alive. You know, I want you to do what it takes to survive, to eat things and make a billy goat puke. I mean, to kill, period. Like, I can just, like, start. We got to think of other ones, but, like, uh, you know, uh, there's one team, you know, something like, uh, you know, I can just just mention all the different phrases that are used in different movies. We got to think of a few. You should do the one from the end of the Rocky with with the Russian guy, Ivan Drago or whatever. What do you say? He goes, uh, because if we can get along, I can't even remember. It's the most. That's yeah. the one you need to look up. It would have been good if I could remember it. But you got civilized, Rock. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know what, guys? What we if have anyone's listening, here whoever's is a, a failure, failure to communicate. To communicate, uh, guys. I want you to help me write this bit. This is a bit waiting to happen. I just need you to come up with about ten phrases for, uh, you know, from movies that would be good to tell a, a, a kids' baseball team. But uh, these kids get nuts. They are so excited by the time I amp them up. Mainly yeah. it's about glory and how, like, uh, dying ain't much of a living, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Work that in there well, That's somewhere. my theory that every Western pretty much only has dying and living in it. Right. You know? Ain't much living trying to stop yourself from dying all the time. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah, uh, dying ain't much of a living, son. That's, the, know, like that's it. it. That's it. Uh, that's all, uh, if you ain't busy living, you'll probably be starting to be dying. <laughs> it's just like every Western, that's all they have. Was it the one that once I realized I was going to die at some point, nothing else mattered? Oh, really? Now get out there and hit the ball. <laughs> We're all going to die, kid. <laughs> what? I got to pee. <laughs> yeah, there's just one kid that's that's a really good hitter that just doesn't come to practice and shows up late a lot. and uh, It's hard to know what to do about that, but... Uh, it's all about winning. A little chest thump. Yeah. You know, you need a ring. You turn this yeah. ring around upside down, 
little swat in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. You know, just not enough to hurt him, but Absolutely. enough to let him know that Coach Coach Cash is watching. He understands. A little motivation. Um, have you been doing some shows lately? Uh, but I went to a show in a backyard in Venice, man. Don't brag. I'm not. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, some people are doing big corporate shows. I did a backyard comedy. Are you serious? Show. Yeah. What was that? It's uh, they call it the backyard comedy show. It was actually a lot of. It was packed. Whose backyard was it? Or did they just uh, rotate it? Yeah. They just like uh, surprise people. No, I think. What it's the hell's going on? What's that noise Andy out there? Andy Lazarus. What's that noise out there? Oh, that's just someone doing a show in our backyard. Yeah, exactly. I thought you meant tassels was coming. No, no, no. She's you got you. Yeah, no. That's yeah. I don't want her to know. So how was that? It was pretty cool, you know. Outdoor shows are always a little bit difficult. A lot of a uh, lot of young people, a lot of man buns and stuff. I'm a little old for that, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was a good show. Wait, say that again, man. What man buns? You know the hair. You know the <laughs> the hipsters and the tight jeans and the man okay. buns. So, you know. Oh, man buns like oh, a, yeah, man buns. Like... You know, like a hair bun. Okay. Yeah. So, it's hard uh, for me to keep up on them. Well, you don't have much hair, so you yeah. probably don't notice it. I've got a lot of hair. I've got a healthy head of so hair. So there's some hipsters there. The total hipsters. And I'm totally not a hipster. Yeah. I, I mean, I was never hip when I was, should have been hip. Never been hip. Back you know, in some those, people, those prime, what are the hip years? Maybe oh, 20 to? You know, 22 maybe. Because if you're college, you're, you're done. Huh? You know, college, you're not hip. You might think you are. The hip kids in college are, you know, morose. And, you know, I was listening to REM when they were in high school or whatever like that. So you're 20. Yeah, I think you're the hip age at 23 to 30. And then you should be done with it. You know, It's not just an age thing. It's a location thing. Because there's groups that think they're hip. And then they go to another city and it wouldn't be hip at all. So I don't know what difference it makes. Yeah, what's hip? It seems in like it's really not worth the effort. Greenville, North Carolina. Not hip in San Francisco. I have a pet peeve of people that wear glasses that don't need them. Is that a thing? As a fashion thing, yeah. Oh, I don't like it as a fashion oh, choice. No, it doesn't stupid. seem right. No, I, I don't. I, that, it can't, it can't be good I, for you. You're going right? too far. No, you've gone too far. Have you assessed where the glasses the actually have? Uh, they Just don't clear. have any lenses. They're clear, but it's it's a, it's a look. Well, I need. I need. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not. That's not. I How unsatisfied gone, are you with gone, your life that yeah. you're wearing fake glasses? I think you've gone too far yeah, towards uh, your look. Yeah. Do you have a look? No, no. Uh, you, you might have a style that's comfortable. That's what I may. Uh, that's what I think I have. Yeah. In fact, I, that's what I know I have. I know that I dress comfortably. Yeah, that's that's the only. That's important. I almost always just wear sweats when I'm not working, and when I'm on stage. Although I've been wearing a suit once in a while now on stage, just because uh, you know my belly is just to protruding to a point where I'm af- I'm afraid if I don't wear a suit, they're gonna, you know. And not be able to see the show. We should go full on Sopranos <laughs> and get a track suit. <laughs> it's it's kind of like sweats and kind of like a suit at the same time. <laughs> Are you feel like you're getting heavy? You don't look heavy. Nah, today. it's not that bad. I'm giving myself a hard time. There was one picture that I didn't like. I looked like Pando Sandoval uh, or, or Pablo Sandoval before the season with the Red Sox. If you haven't seen that picture, but it was just a little. It might have been an angle thing, but it it, it scared me enough that I'm I'm kind of. Trying to diet a little. I don't want to go up a pant size. That's my whole thing. Yeah, it's nothing to do with how it looks as much as just I hate shopping. Well, I've got several different. <coughs> I have several different size clothes in my. I've got like well, the, you. You, <laughs> you fluctuate more than a lot of people. Oh right? yeah, you, all the what, time. Your fluctuations like like I go down to thirty six up to forty. Yeah, I've got thirty six jeans that I can't get rid of because I'm going to get back down there again, baby. And uh, but I won't go above a forty. You know, I've got like two pair of forties, and I'm, once I'm starting to wear those a lot, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta yeah. lose weight. 
Well, what was the best you ever looked? Was it back in, in Nigeria? <laughs> well, the eighth grade. It's been downhill yeah. since then. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when my waist got bigger than my inseam. Well, that's it was the all thing. You, know, you, you peak, uh, I peaked athletically at 12. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's when it really was at its I think its the best apex. athletically was college when I was playing rugby. You know, that was. Yeah. Where you know, did you go so, to school? Uh, the Harvard of the South, Western Kentucky University. Mm-hmm. Land mm-hmm. Grant College in Bowling Green, Kentucky. <laughs> Hired a new coach today, actually. Yeah. Really? Basketball. You keep up with them. Oh, yeah, man. I'm a hilltopper. Yeah. But the worst day of my life is when Western Kentucky plays University of Louisville because I have to root against Louisville, who I love. Um, and it's hard because I'm confused. I'll be like, oh, Louisville made a shot. And I'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. You know. Yeah. So I didn't go to a big, fancy college like you. Yeah, I, I have no idea where I went. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Colorado College? Yeah, yeah. You know, I I love basket. I love basketball. Uh, I'm enjoying this whole Warriors run. It's a lot of fun. I was a Warriors fan growing up. All that good stuff. There, I there are still things that I do think it's crazy that 98 percent of the population is pretty much eliminated at birth because our legs aren't long enough. Yeah. It's weird that we're that we reward this one group of our population because they happen to have long legs. I mean, I know that they're fantastic athletes. But when you play on a Nerf hoop, you realize just how easy their angle is. <laughs> yeah. Like, you re- you start hitting every shot. And because they're really, they're almost shooting down into well, the Well, they said Daryl Griffith, remember Dr. Duncanstein? Yeah. He, he was a dunker in college, and then he became a jump shooter in the NBA, had a 12-year yeah. career. And they said it's because when he was shooting threes, he was actually shooting down at the basketball at the rim because he had such a, a, a tall vertical leap. You know, he's yeah. already 6'3 or whatever, and yeah. you're jumping four feet in the air. You're actually shooting down at the rim. Yeah. There's nothing that upsets me more than seeing somebody uh, dunk a basketball and act like some miracle is happening. <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh, he he, he 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 gave him a facial. Like, what, what was the guy supposed to do? What was he? He's a, a guy 6'9", had the rights to jump up in the air right past him. What was he supposed to do? Just catch him? If if the rules were different, maybe he could have done something. But the whole, like, he embarrassed him or yeah. he dunked on him like it's a person that's there and it was that guy's fault. The rules are such that you can't effectively stop someone. So I don't understand the machismo involved. Right. I don't understand the celebration involved. Institute some hockey or it's, rugby it's in there. It's dunking on a nine, a six-year-old kid on a Nerf hoop and getting in his face afterwards. You know, so uh, I, I, you know, that that's, and I think they need to raise the hoops. Uh, well, I think it's gotten ridiculous. It's it, ridiculous. Either that or uncork the defense. Give them the lamb beer. They weren't dunking all over the Pistons back that's then because you paid a price. That's true. That's true. But it's not just that. I think it's just too low. Well, it is. You know, we've become. You know, how good would uh, Jack uh, Nicholas be if he had a giant driver that looked like a couch cushion on the end of a stick that was hollow yeah. and had a doctored yeah. sweet spot? You know, he was right. hitting with a, you know, a walnut right. on the end of yeah, a wood stick, that's true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Technology. But the holes were a lot bigger back then. <laughs> oh, they were massive. <laughs> like a peach basket, wasn't it? It's like a foot and a half across. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't. It's not just the technology has advanced, but the people have grown a yeah. lot. And some of the, some of the, I, I actually think the basketball court should be wider too. And they got to move the three back. It's gotten to the point where it's just too easy. You get an extra point for that, right? You know, that's never bothered me though. 
I think there should be increments all the way back. Like That's, if you yeah. shoot it from like <laughs> right. your own foul line, it's like six <clears throat> points. Yeah. You know, just in case. And if you do it, like if you shoot a hook a hook shot from the three point line, it's yeah. worth four points. Oh, and then a big from, behind, sky hook. from behind the basket, there should be a little circle right. if you stand in where you get like twelve points. Yeah. But it's you have to throw it over the uh, yeah. backboard shoot and shoot back over it. Yeah, let's like it. Let's make it a little more carnival like. Yeah, like ski ball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. If you can bounce it, like if you're running down and you bounce it first into the basket, that's worth something. Yeah, because that takes skill. Should you have to call glass too if you? Uh, oh yeah. That that bothers me. Yeah. Someone hits a half court shot and, and they act like they meant to. Yeah. You know, or even the three pointer. The half court shot doesn't bother me, but the three pointer where it hits the glass and they're like, Ugh. you're like, come on, man, you didn't need it. Have do you that. heard that women play basketball too now? Yeah, see, I don't know. I've heard that. Yeah, it's true. Why? It's, <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this part out. Okay. <laughs> we're totally joking. We like women's hoops, don't yeah, we? I'd love it. It's the most exciting uh, game out there. It, it well because they're fundamentally. Oh, uh, it's a beautiful game. They're fun. They're fundamentally more sound. Right. You know, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of, of chest passes and a lot of crisp bounce passes and crip shots. I like a good crip shot. What is that? It's uh, what they used to call layups. Okay. At the beginning of the movie Flubber, you see the team from Riverdale lined up shooting crip shots at the basket. You're never gonna get old. <laughs> You're never gonna die. <laughs> now, I'm gonna tell the kids that. Yeah. <laughs> the little cocoon for their, yeah, exactly. for their listening pleasure. A lot of glory out there. <laughs> I'll explain that one. Uh, Coach Cash says I'm never gonna die. Don't come crawling back with a loss. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's been so fun having you, man. It's uh, wait. It's meritless advice. Uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, an opportunity for us to listen to, you know, to answer some of the questions that, okay. the, uh, that the listeners have, uh, and people really do have list, uh, uh, questions to ask. Um, let's let's find a couple of them. Uh, Nicholas, this is this is one of our favorites on the show. Uh, Nicholas writes, "Why didn't over-the-top mug handles ever catch on?" You're a guy that's worked uh, in a bar on occasion. What? What do you think? It's and then hashtag bucket mug. Yeah, you know what happened? What went wrong there? It's a uh, lack of imagination. People get stuck in a rut. You know, we're used to being able to drink easily with our hand on the side of an implement, and you know, we're just not willing to, you know, not willing to move our hand. Not willing to move your hand. Why am I moving my hand up to the top? It may be the best way to drink, but we're never going to know because we're stuck in the rut that we are with the side handled mug. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm sure. It's almost like you've made this speech before. It's almost like you're running for president. You're like, this is the reality of the way the world works. No one's going to move their hand up. Exactly. (laughs) It's not human nature. I mean, as much as we would like it to be. As much as we would like to have, you know, the versatility and the open-mindedness to move our hand, to drink from the top. But we're not going to. We're people. We're stuck in a rut. Uh, Luke Soin. And it's not I, – I, I pronounced this wrong for years, and I, and I met Luke. He's a great guy. Luke Soin. Soin. Yeah. Uh, writes, why is it that only white people power walk? Or is it that – or is that more obvious than it should be? Well, I just think it's – uh, your other races are power walking when white people are asleep. 
If you go to Inglewood, you will see a lot of African-American community out power walking at night. But we don't see that because we're asleep. Okay, so it's it's more of a, a it's, nocturnal. Yeah, thing. yeah it's a, it's a, you okay. know it's a cultural. So it's very similar to the uh, uh, the over the top right answer. exactly. Yeah. They're stuck yeah. in a rut. You know, we <laughs> say, hey, we've got the beach down here. You could power walk at the beach during the day, and they're like, no, I'm an Inglewood. I'm a night guy. <laughs> Doug Davis writes, yodeling created by some guy who couldn't whistle. <laughs> well, you know what? I've never even thought about that, but that's a good theory. Might be. I don't know. I thought a chick invented yodeling. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about yodeling. Um, there should be more yodeling. Is there any yodeling bands? Um, Strictly yodeling. Like, like the, the band's yodelers. just like, we're going to switch it up. Strictly yodeling now. What if... Uh, what if a band that had been around for a while yeah. did that? They're just like, we're just going strictly yodel. It's, well, just, it's yodel all the time now. 100% yodeling. The Counting Crows yodel. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that Ryan Adams would do. For his, Yeah. He puts out an album for, like every for day his or two. 72nd <laughs> album. It's on. He's doing the whole Kansas Left Overture album, Yodeled. Yeah. No, I, he apparently puts out an album every yeah, day. He's got more albums than anybody in history. And they stop and they have to slow him down. They're like, we only want you to release like one or two a year. He's this, is, up. this is nuts. Right. You're. Uh, Maybe you should go out and uh, do some power walking at night. Power walk at night? Do something. Yeah. Get a mug. Get a new mug. Invent a new yeah, mug. Yeah. I, I like, I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever really, who's the best yodeler? Can you think of who? The best yodeler was um, Slim Whitman. Really? Slim Whitman. Look him up. Okay. He was a yodeler. Yeah, you're the kind of guy that knows stuff like this. Uh, no, that's that no country idea. yodel. Okay. But as opposed to the Swiss Miss Instant Cocoa, the guy, whoop, the guy curling up the ladder yeah. on the Price is Right yodel. Okay. There's two different yodels. Two different types of yodels. Country yodel, uh, later hosen yodel. <laughs> Liam CCA writes, uh, Walruses, Nature's Hipsters. Wow. I mean, I don't think a walrus would ever have sun, you know, glasses on that you can't see through. No, no, a walrus to me is the guy that doesn't care. Hey, man, this is me with the whiskers and the a big teeth. A walrus has to be comfortable with his yeah. look. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Pretty, he's he's the sweatpants guy. He's yeah. wearing the sweatpants <laughs> pretty soon. He's in the he's in the tracksuit because that's kind of a suit. <laughs> walrus is the sweatpants guy. Uh, listen, it was great to come. You want to come back? I would. Come uh, back. Well, I mean, I'd love to come back. I, Let's see know, what she says. If Tassel's a little, a little uh, cliffhanger right. episode, uh, and we'll see if Tassel says yes or not. And I want to hear. I'm about a little it. nervous. I want to hear about, about what that. happens. We'll be back in two and two. Uh, that's <laughs> terrible. I never two thought I'd say two. that. Uh, thanks for coming, buddy. Good hey, to man. See thanks for having me. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.